This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome back to the show. Guess what, people? It is time for Movie of the Week. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Just let your Oh, yeah. Got a rip snorter for us today to take apart. Uh, I just can't believe this movie's 35 years old. In my opinion, it's barely dated. Directed by the great John Landis, uh, starring Eddie Murphy. It's coming to America. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy's good. If I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all is inside of me. Sexy chocolate! I love when the old bloke there goes. Damn, that boy's good. <laughs> <laughs> There's movies, I reckon, that just stay in the public consciousness. This is one. Like an example is every time you see a guy with that sort of ringlets and the greasy, shiny hair, everyone just goes, soul glow. Yes. Jerry, Jerry curls. Yeah, Jerry curls. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, ben, you're going to run this. I'm running it. Liam Alexander, I mean, look, yeah. Where is he? Guy, he's in Europe still. And you know, it's... It's getting what to the dog. point, mate. Oh, we're, we're thinking he's, about dumping him. He's not. He's not happy because he's seeing Why? what we're doing each week. He's like, "No, you're doing that." Because he really wanted to do Die Hard. Bad luck, mate. Yeah, yeah. Snooze, you, you lose. You, you, exactly. Yeah, snooze, exactly. You lose. That's right. You want to hang out in Madrid? Guess yeah. what, buddy? You can do that. We're doing Coming to America. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's actually seen anything during daylight hours. He's oh, he's living the nightlife. Hey, I tell you what, mate. He is oh. the nicest young bloke. He is fantastic, and he's. You know, he's quietly spoken. He's so respectful. But I tell you what, mate, he has a serious dig. Oh, <laughs> he has a serious and, you know, Oh, does yeah. he? And he's and he's he's quite he's he's a, he's a good looking little you know he's good looking a, guy. He's a good so he'd be over there uh, okay. just ripping into town, okay. <laughs> ripping into town. Ben, this Coming is America. this is Eddie Murphy in his sweet spot. This is this is Eddie Murphy in his absolute prime. This is when he became the. The biggest star in the world. Yeah. So no, this without is, a doubt. Like before he decided to make kids' movies, this was when everybody loved him because he was the brash, crude comedian that this launched out of Saturday Night Live. Now Paramount Pictures, who mm. who produced this, mm. initially they cancelled the press screenings because they did a couple initial and the initial reviews were so bad. Yeah, and that's I I you know we like to go down and see what um. Rog Ebert said, and Rog didn't say anything. There was no reviews of this film because they critics didn't see it before it came out. So there was there's nothing about this film, but it became a cult classic. Like if you grew up in the eighties or nineties, 
this was like sleepover movie. Yeah. This is what isn't you it, always is, watched. Isn't it interesting how sometimes the critics can be so disconnected from yeah. the general population? Like they're looking yeah. for things that are not important to the Do general. Do you know what they do a lot of times, Beak, is that critics, they, they'll go back and re-watch and re-review. Mm. So like the one is Lester Bangs. Like he did a review on some albums over the years, particularly Led Zeppelin, and just hammered Led Zeppelin and then – 15, 20 years later, went back and reviewed it again, went, I got it wrong. Yeah, I saw a review of the Tina Turner musical, which I went to last week with my mother. Yeah. And one of the reviews that I read online was that there was too much singing in it. She was a singer. <laughs> what it's a musical. Hell? Can you believe that? Yeah. Hey, by the way, how good, how good. Honestly, is, you're right. I, I think it's better than the West End. Now Stand. tell me, who, the, 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 the girl who sings, who's the Lee that plays Tina's role, I forget her name at the moment. The NRL should go and find her, crash tackle her, mm. and then drag her to the NRL grand final and get her to sing simply the best. There you go. I like the idea. Yes. See if the RLP are for that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> Benny, any trivia in around this movie? Yeah, like, I, I, you know, just to start off, here's, this is what it's about. Prince Akeem of Zamunda decides to go to America, specifically Queens, to find his queen. That's right. Because so he goes, what sounds the most... Um, what do you say? What do you? Uh, yeah, most where, where you'd yeah. find a, a queen, a, a queen, go to yeah, Queens. go to Queens. And if you've ever been to Queens, <laughs> it's an interesting little place, Queens. It's uh, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, yeah it is. Fun. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, um, is. Yeah, this movie uh, was made for thirty million dollars. It made three hundred million at the box office. Wow. Oh. So there you go, critics. Take that. Would you put <laughs> coming to America too? When it said that was coming out, there was so much excitement. Would you put it down as one of the greatest disappointments? Honestly, 100%. I caught 15 minutes in. It was, yeah. it was so bad. It was, it was so disappointing because you'd love this movie so much. But this movie's great because it's, it's crude, it's crass, and it's an 80s humour that is sometimes borderline. And now it's like a, the second one was just like a Disney movie about love. Who cares about that? This movie's not about love. This like, movie's about... I love Clifford. the father. Like, um, cause the father when love. Because when you grew up about... When you grew up... You know, watching uh, TV in the late 70s, early 80s, there was a show called Good Times. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> With JJ. Yeah. And the guy who's who runs McDowell's, yeah. like the father-in-law to be. Yeah. And just, it's, he was the father John, of Good Times. Yeah. It's so good. John Amos? John Amos? Is it? Is it John Amos? I thought the bloke yeah. of uh, Amos was the bloke who no. carry on Kenley's lap there. <laughs> that guy that time? The guy from Full House. Full House. I mean, imagine <laughs> it would have been quite like an all-African-American cast in 1988 was... Yeah. Uh, quite a big thing, you know. And I think they had – is it right that they had to um, – I've seen Eddie Murphy interviewed about this only recently. He said on Jimmy Fallon's show two years ago that the – what's his name? Louis Anderson. He plays Maurice. Yep. In oh, the, yeah. He was, the, he was the token white guy. Yeah. <laughs> I saw How a fact good. that there was only three uh, lines or three characters that were white in the entire film, which at that yeah. time is incredible. How good is the barbershop? Yeah, I know. that with Rocky Marciona <laughs> was the greatest. You're gonna be kidding me. You Ali. So you're saying if you had that show now, you know what it'd be called? Woke. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. There's, oh, pl no. there's plenty of little. Oh. There's plenty of great little. Like I love the cameo. These are one of the little facts from the Dukes of Trading Places. Obviously, the other great Eddie Murphy movie, Trading Places, which came before this, mm. with uh, Don Amici and the the other one. They they obviously appear in this film. They're homeless That's in this right. film. That he, he goes up and gives them cash as a nod to that. Um, apparently, McDonald's gave their blessing. On McDowell's. Mm. For McDowell's, because there's always that, that ongoing right. thing. But McDonald's said that's fine, but they shot it in a Wendy's. Oh, 
over right. over in the states. I love that when he goes when they go. Uh, you know, it's, they, you know, he said McDonald's or McDowell's. He goes, no man, we're McDowell's. Yeah. They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now the the two the 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 parents of Eddie Murphy's character um, are of course the great James Earl Jones, Darth oh, Vader's yeah. voice, God, and Mad Sinclair. Now they've after this movie they worked uh, again. They were the mother and father voice in The Lion King. So they played oh. the king and queen in The Lion King. There you go. Yeah, good little fun there fact. you go, a little fun fact and for you. Mate, and the cameo. Yeah. Cameo Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Jackson and Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, so Cuba Gooding Jr. is the um, the young guy uh, in the in the barbershop getting his hair cut. So obviously went on to win um, Academy Award. And then, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, the... the the thief or the stick-up guy in the McDowell, the disease rhinoceros pizzle. Every every person, every person like that they've cast, like Asuna Hall. I mean, yeah, what happened to Asuna Hall? He was flying there and he just basically fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. But everyone well, plays a role. The old guy in the barbershop, you know, he sits there with sexual chocolate performance. Yeah. He goes, damn, this boy's good. Yeah, and Eric, Eric LaSalle, who's the soul glow guy. I mean, honestly... He was just, he's just absolutely perfect for the role. Yeah. How smarmy he was. He was, yeah. And like when you see the, um, the parents and the grandparents of the family and they're sitting on the couch when they move. <laughs> the, the side the stage. <laughs> I was, but that was a real thing at that time, that real slick. You know, it was the, the Jackson fire or the Michael Jackson, that yep. slick yep. Jerry slick curl hair. with all the, all the grease. It? Yeah. Man. Mate, where were you in the 80s, mate? Come on. Hey, guys, is this Eddie Murphy's apex? Ooh. Not not for m- it his next project for me. I think I think it's next project for me was the big one. Which was what? Isn't it Beverly Hills Beverly Cop Hills that came Cop. out? Oh uh, no, I think preceded. Oh, Beverly Hills yeah. Cop before. Oh, I think I for me personally growing up, Beverly Hills Cop was the Eddie Murphy movie. Right. Con- content wise for me, it's his stand up that was the yeah. the pinnacle for me. Yeah. That's the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. Has aged poorly in our woke world, but it is funny. So, so when was so Delir- <laughs> when was Delirious and Raw? So they were when? I think Delirious was about eighty two. Mm. Mm. And and some of the humour you could imagine is eighty three. Yeah, it can yeah, it's eighty three humor. Some of his appearances, he wasn't a regular cast member of Sunday Night Live. But some of his appearances as, as the guest are um, yep. insane. That's so good. And he was like the um, – I always remember Bill Simmons talking about on Rewatch was he, at that time he was the biggest Hollywood star in the world. And you can imagine America, yes, in the 80s, for an African-American to be that big is absolutely incredible and just shows how big those movies were. Yeah. Uh, square out of 100, guys. Oh, mate, this is a 95 for me. Yeah, I'll go 95. I'll go 90. <laughs> 93. Okay, nice one. <laughs> I'll tell you what we're going to do after the break. Off coming to America, we're going to do top five Eddie Murphy films and his biggest bludger. Stay with us.